Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Ryan Hickey, he is joining us live from New York York City. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're good. If you're not, let me try to help you out. I'm going to be hanging out for the next Three hours. This is a four-hour show. I get started every single weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. That means I've been hanging out for an hour already. If you want to go ahead and listen to the first hour of the show, the whole show, if you want to pause the show, it's easy. Tune in on the free Odyssey app. Thank you so much to Mark Schlereth for joining us last hour. We talked Super Bowl, we talked coaches, talked about Belichick, the realization and the potential reality that Belichick may not coach this year, that we may not see Bill Belichick leading the way for an NFL franchise. It would be so odd to have an NFL season with no Tom Brady and no Bill Belichick. Wow, how crazy that would be. And in a few minutes... I want to talk about one of the comments made by Mark Schlereth, and it has to do with Brock Purdy. As through with uh, Mark, we took some time to take a look ahead at Sunday's AFC-NFC championship games. We know the 49ers are going to go out there and host the Detroit Lions. We know the Baltimore Ravens, they're going to go out there and host the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, no hiding things. Please go listen to the whole interview from last hour. Mark Schlereth believes that the San Francisco 49ers will be the last team hoisting the Vince Lombardi trophy. We're going to get back to those Niners uh, in a second. Outside of the Odyssey app, thank you so much to everybody tuned in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. Thank you to people listening on Sirius XM Channel 158. I know we got a lot of truck drivers who tap into Sirius so they never lose that connection. And thank you as well to people at home, at work, Wherever you at, listening on a smart speaker where all you have to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. This is going to be a fun hour. The rest of the show is going to be fun because, damn it, I, I, I just I believe in fun. I don't want to say I'm the, the, the grand master or the grand marshal of fun, but life's too short. Try to have some fun. Anyway, as we open up the show. We talked about all these coaching changes in the NFL. The fact that Dave Canales is now the head coach of the 
Carolina Panthers that Raheem Morris is now the head coach again, this time not on an interim basis, of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Bill Belichick has no job. Mike Vrabel has no job. And there are only two available openings in the NFL right now for a head coach, and that happens to be the Seattle Seahawks as well as the Washington Commanders. And so the pickings are starting to get slim here for the two reputable head coaches. I didn't even include Pete Carroll in that mix, plus some of these other hotshot offensive coordinators that we've, we've heard have been coveted over the hiring process. A, a Ben Johnson offensive coordinator uh, for the Detroit Lions. You could think about their defensive coordinator, Aaron Glenn. There's some hot names and individuals looking for their first chance. And to be honest, if you're Mike Vrabel, do you want to sit out a season? Do you want to coach Seattle? Eh, maybe, maybe not. We haven't heard too much uh, smoke and fire. If you're Bill Belichick, we heard months ago, maybe Bill Belichick will host or be coach the commanders. Uh, the commanders, I would think that they want a fresh young voice to start with that they can build with, not for four or five years, but really build with into the future. And so, listen, reality is setting in. We might not see Vrabel. We might not see Belichick. I mean, even this news surrounding Canellis was a surprise earlier today. Uh, I was sitting around, as I do in the daytime, watching CBS Sports HQ, and the news pretty much came on down the line that he is going to coach the Panthers. Listen to this. We've got breaking news in the NFL where the Carolina Panthers are planning to hire Dave Canales as their new head coach. That's the latest from our Jonathan Jones. The 42-year-old Canales spent the 2023 season as the offensive coordinator in Tampa Bay, working with Baker Mayfield as they won the NFC South. Now, prior to that, he spent more than a decade as an assistant with the Seahawks. And now he'll get a chance to work with Bryce Young, who struggled as a rookie as the Panthers finished 2-15, and with Frank Wright getting fired after week 12. Yeah, I guess things were pretty busy in the NFC South today. The Panthers hired their head coach. Uh, the Falcons here in Atlanta hired their new head coach in Raheem Morris. And as you just heard from CBS Sports HQ, there's a lot to fix in Carolina. You got to fix Bryce Young, who threw 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. You got to go out there and fix a defense that finished 29th in the NFL. You got to fix an offense that only mustered 14 points a game, second-worst scoring offense in the NFL, and a lot of that it has to do with fixing Bryce Young, but also getting him some help, getting him some weapons, getting him some protection. And so Dave Canellis, this man was only an offensive coordinator for one year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, working with Baker Mayfield. We know they just went to the, the playoffs. They went out there and smashed the Philadelphia Eagles 32 to 9. Dave Canellis is basically a Pete Carroll disciple. Followed this man from USC into the NFL and has worked himself into being an NFL head coach. And Raheem Morris, we talked about this extensively in the first hour of the show. You can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. He is respected everywhere. Players, management. Uh, he was the interim head coach at one point here for the Atlanta Falcons after Dan Quinn was let go. And the general manager who hired him out in Los Angeles with the Rams, where Raheem Morris did win a Super Bowl, 
well, let's just say Les Snead, he is a fan of him as a head coach as he talked about his qualifications. Listen to this. He's coached in a defensive room. He's actually coached in an offensive room. And whether he was a mentee learning, whether he was partnering with people, whether he was mentoring and leading others, you know, those great Tampa defenses, that great uh, Atlanta offense that nearly pulled off a Super Bowl win. I mean, he was in the offensive room. He was in those defensive rooms. So there, there's not many coaches uh, on the planet, right, who's been in both of those rooms on those two sides of the ball. He's going to he's going to build a he's going to give any organization an edge and just how collaborative he is. It's going to be it's going to be an edge that uh, most teams aren't going to be able to compete with. Well, let's see who they add as as quarterback, as I said. And quarterback is it's the most important position on a football team. Quarterback, if you want to think about any professional sports team or squad, it's probably the most important. Flatten period. Yeah, sure. Every good championship team in baseball, it needs a, a, a starting pitcher to mow people down in the playoffs. It might need two of them. Yeah, we know every baseball team, it, it needs batters. It, need hit, it needs hitters. But you can take the best of them and still have a, a, a losing squad. Yes, we know you need to fill out an entire roster. An NBA team needs a star or two or two and a half or three to go out there and win a championship. But in the game of football, I know people might say, oh, well, you know, think about Trent Dilfer or think about Brad Johnson. No, 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 no. I'm thinking about the year 2024. I'm thinking about the majority of history as the NFL has changed, where you've gone from being run dominant to throwing the hell out of the football. If you don't have a quarterback, your team is going nowhere. You can have a dominant defense. You can have a defense that stops folks. But is that defense going to put up, I don't know, 14 points a game, 21 points a game? Probably not. You need a quarterback. And so one of the conversations that we had last hour, which is very interesting to me with Mark Schlereth, was about a quarterback for the 49ers. It's about a quarterback for the 49ers who, for whatever reason, doesn't receive a whole lot of love. And that man's name is Brock Purdy. Here he is in his second year. I, I can't even say second consecutive it is, but more importantly, his second year, he's back with the 49ers in an NFC championship game. We know what happened last year with the Philadelphia Eagles getting popped in the arm and tearing his UCL. We can go ahead and thank Hassan Reddick for that. And who knows what would have taken place if we saw Brock Purdy for the entirety of that game. The 49ers had to start again, and Brock Purdy this go-round has himself a full season. 4,200 yards passing, 31 touchdowns, and 11 interceptions. And you still have folks who look at the Niners and go, well, anybody could have done that if they had Kittle, if they had McCaffrey, if they had... You know, Brandon Ayuk, uh, if Trent Williams was out there. And it's just like, have you seen some of the ass quarterbacks that's throwing the football around in the NFL? I don't get it for the life of me. You know, this is why last hour I asked Mark Schlereth, what are your thoughts on Brock Purdy? And what are your thoughts on why he doesn't get the credit? And this is what Mark Schlereth told us last hour. I just don't think people really understand what he does and as good as he is. I'm telling you, getting through a progression, 
Um, the timing of an offense is kept in the quarterback's feet, and there's nobody better than Brock Purdy in regards to his feet and the timing of that offense. And I've watched him work a progression of, of through four guys in a progression in under a second and a half and deliver a touchdown throw. So the, the guy is exceptional at what he does. Um, you know, it is weapons and it is scheme. And, you know, he's the quote-unquote game manager. And I asked him about that, man. He bristled. He said, anybody who calls me a game manager doesn't actually watch the tape, which I love the answer. I loved his kind of saltiness. Didn't play very well last week. Um, I think he'll get a bounce back as well. Oh, man. I, I just we, – we can't just show love and appreciation. The man went from being the last selection in the 2022 NFL draft. He was selected 262 in his second year. And, yeah, I know he didn't play the whole first year because he had to pick up the slack from an injured Garoppolo. And, but the fact is, he's not even supposed to be here. What guy taking number 262 do you know can help be a quarterback on a team that has gone to an NFC championship game for two straight years, is throwing 31 touchdowns, and is even in the conversation of MVP? Why do we got to bring down what Brock Purdy has been able to go out there and do? You got to give credit where credit is due. You really have to. The guy stands there and delivers the ball. You know, I mean, if I threw Zach Wilson out there, I don't, I don't know how much better Zach Wilson would be. Am I going to count on Zach Wilson to throw the ball to George Kittle? Or am I going to count on him to throw the ball to the inside linebacker by mistake or overthrow the rock? Give Brock Purdy some due. Yes, he's surrounded by excellent talent. NFL teams, typically, if you haven't paid attention, the championship ones, they have talent up and down the roster, on the offense, on the defense. I mean, we had a guy who was bagging groceries. You might have heard of him. He played in NFL Europe and all this other nonsense. His name was Kurt Warner. He's in the Hall of Fame. Is Kurt Warner trash now? Before the age of social and digital media, what was Kurt Warner? Just the guy handing the ball off to Marshall Falk? And was, was Kurt Warner just the guy throwing to Isaac Bruce? Was Kurt Warner just going to be asked because he had Torrey Holt out there? And, and at one point, Oz Hakeem, what are we supposed to do? I guess Kurt Warner, if he played in the year 2024, Kurt Warner would have been, you know, just the guy playing with these other dudes as well. Give Brock Purdy his credit. I'm not standing here and guaranteeing a win over the Detroit Lions. I will share that with you tomorrow. But I will say this. Brock Purdy is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. It doesn't matter where he was drafted. It doesn't matter how much money he's making. It doesn't matter the talent that they have surrounding him. Has that been a boon and a boost and a betterment to his career as he develops? Yes, and absolutely. But anyone who wants to take away from Brock Purdy and what he's accomplished by now, quite frankly, what the hell are you watching? The guy is good. And I don't care if he goes out there and throws two interceptions and a loss against the Detroit Lions. That's not going to change my opinion of him. What we have right now is someone who has an opportunity to cement himself because a lot of people don't even believe that he's as good as he is right 
now. That's a shame. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of belief, we got a lot of Charger fans who I guess believe in Jim Harbaugh taking over their team. We got a lot of folks in Michigan. I have no idea what they believe. Do they believe that they will still be national champions in a few years? Do they believe that that title will hold up? Do they believe that they'll hold on to their recruits? Do they believe in their future post-Jim Harbaugh? Well, we're going to talk about it because on the other side of the break, we're going to be joined by Jake Butt. He's an analyst for the Big Ten Network. He knows everything about Michigan. He played for Jim Harbaugh. He's coming up next on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. So much movement going on. In the coaching world, the college space, the NFL, even the NBA. We'll get into that as the NBA All-Stars are are even being announced now as I speak. But right now, to talk about one of the main coaching hires that have had an effect not just in the NFL, but college as well, specifically Michigan, is Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. What happens with Michigan? What does it look like for their future recruits? What happens to their champion? There's a lot of questions, so to discuss it. We're going to have a conversation with someone right now who played under Coach Jim Harbaugh for four years. We're going to talk to someone who's currently an football analyst for the Big Ten. Joining us right now on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show, 
we can go ahead and say thank you to Jake Butt. Jake, how are you, man? That's a, that's a heck of an intro. I'm, uh, I'm doing well. I'm excited to spend the next couple minutes with you guys and dive into this craziness. Thank you, Jake. Well, listen, man, we only do things professionally around here, so I could spend uh, quite more time talking about how well-dressed you are and everything else. <laughs> we'll stick to, to brass tacks here. appreciate it. No yes, doubt sir. about it. First things first, what happens with Michigan and its next head coach? We know that there might be an incumbent. We've heard some names of dudes who might be leaving other schools. What do you think might happen? I think it's Sharon Moore. I, I, I think it's already in place. Um, I, the way I understand it right now is there's a state law in Michigan where the, the job needs to be posted for seven days legally before they can announce the next hire. I think Michigan's currently working around that um, to see if they can find a way to move quicker because I believe it's going to be Sharon Moore, next head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Jake. I think a lot of what we've heard is uh, just rumors. There's always got to be rumors and nonsense. Uh, Jake Butt, a Big Ten analyst, is joining us here on CBS Sports Radio. When you think about what happens moving forward, we know in the case of Nick Saban, recruits were kind of jumping ship and moving around and trying to leave. What do you think happens with Michigan? Obviously, you know, after a championship, it's hard to repeat. Uh, J.J. McCarthy gone, what, what have you. How difficult is it going to be for Michigan to move forward, especially with Harbaugh gone? Well, yeah, well, I mean, gosh, we could hit this from so many, so many different angles. It's always difficult to repeat just because it's difficult to repeat anyways, just period as a principle. Um, that, that's a challenge. But then you start to peel back the layers. Jim Harbaugh, one of the best coaches we've seen in, any, in sports in general, not just in college football, not in football, but in sports in general. He's won everywhere he's been. Now he's moving on. You also, what I would expect is it seems like he's going to take Jesse Minter with him, who's the defensive coordinator at Michigan. Michigan's had some really good luck. I don't even know if you want to call it luck. They've had some great hires. And when Mike McDonald, um, who helped turn the program around in 2021, he's now coordinating the Baltimore Ravens defense and doing a phenomenal job. Then you get Jesse Minter. He coordinates Michigan, one of the top defenses in college football, in 2022 and 2023. So not only is Jim Harbaugh gone, you're probably going to be replacing your defensive coordinator as well. Then you start to dive in the roster. Before we even talk about the transfer portal that's now opened in Ann Arbor because Michigan is replacing their head coach, there's a 30-day window. What you're also, you mentioned J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum, uh, four of your five starters across your offensive line, your top two wide receivers, uh, a number of people on your, de- uh, on your defense. But Michigan in next year's draft is going to have – I believe Michigan, the Michigan Wolverines, will set a record for most players selected in an NFL draft by a single college team since the NFL draft began. That's how deep I think this Michigan team was. So what you'll see next year is a new head coach, a new defensive coordinator, probably a new offensive coordinator if Sharon Moore is promoted to head coach. You're going to see a new quarterback, a new running back, a new offensive line. Everything's going to be new, and then we can start to talk about Michigan's schedule. It was a we we were, we were you know talking about how easy Michigan's schedule was mm-hmm. this year. It is significantly harder next year. They got Texas as an out of conference before you even dive into how deep their in conference schedule is. So you're getting hit from a number of different angles. It's going to be a bit of a you know a transitional year, if you will. 
the, the defense is still very deep from a personnel standpoint, and I think that's why there's a premium here. They need to move fast to get Sharon more locked down. Um, you know, you, you talked about Alabama's roster being rated. Well, that's because, you know, Kalen DeBoer is a great coach. I love the hire. But those Bama players have no loyalty to Kalen DeBoer. They don't know who he is. They don't, they don't you know, they, they, they have no loyalty to him. There's loyalty in Ann Arbor to Sharon Moore, both from the current roster and the recruits. So I think that would help their case, at least from a roster management standpoint, keeping guys together. Former Michigan tight end Jake Butt is joining us here at the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio. You know, I get uh, quite a few calls when uh, things happen to Michigan from some angry Ohio State fans. Uh, based on what you said, uh, are they going to have a little bit of reason to rejoice over the next couple of seasons? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's uh, – and it's funny here. I love the rivalry. I absolutely love the rivalry. There was, a, there was speculation that Michigan may sign Harbaugh to a lifetime contract back in 2021. Michigan had just beat Ohio State for the first time. And as is the rivalry, you poke fun at one another. All the Buckeye fans were like, oh, please do it. Sign him to a lifetime contract. He's 1-5 versus Ohio State. He's not the guy. And then now you see it, and there's a lot of Buckeye fans rejoicing that he'll no longer be there. It's uh, the duality of man, I guess you could, you could look at it. Um, that being said, the Buckeyes, and this is what makes this whole thing so interesting, the Buckeyes have made significant off-season moves. From a roster standpoint, they are completely reloaded. That defense is returning nearly everybody. That was a great defense last year. Um, you shored up your quarterback position. You bring Travion Henderson back and Mekig Buka's back. You got a number of uh, you got Jeremiah Smith, the number one player in in uh, high school football. He's a wide receiver. He's coming in town. The roster, the Ohio State roster, is loaded. You bring in uh, Billy O, Bill, Bill O'Brien, who. There's, there's a couple different ways to look at it. You could say he's never won a championship, even though he was with Saban and Belichick. But you can also say that's a damn good football coach. And I personally think Bill O'Brien, is exact, he's the perfect guy for who Ohio State needs right now to help turn their program around. So while Michigan's in a tough – they just won a national championship. Can't ever take that away. It's a great moment. They're also in a point, uh, kind of an inflection point as a program where there's some question marks that need to be answered uh, going into this offseason if they want to maintain this standard and this momentum. Without a shadow of a doubt, Jake Butt is joining us here at the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You played under Coach Harbaugh. What makes him such an excellent head coach and what skills are we going to see translate right back over to the NFL where he's already had success? So I think what Jim Harbaugh is known for is his ability to turn programs and organizations around. If you go back, you can see what he inherited at, at Stanford was not a successful powerhouse college program, but he made them one. The Niners were struggling. Jim Harbaugh comes in, they, he takes them to a Super Bowl, constantly at the top of their, their conference. And then he leaves, and they're back in the dumpster for a while before Shanahan gets there. We were, we were struggling as a program. We were 5-7 and seven in 2014, the year before Jim Harbaugh got, got there. A national championship, no one was taking that conversation seriously in Ann Arbor. Uh, and, and yet, he led them there this year. Part of the reason that that's able to, to happen is he takes programs 
that have pieces in place to compete and have big goals and yet are falling short. And what happens is, is when Jim Harbaugh comes to town, there is a belief that's immediately instilled in the locker room during that first team meeting. All the personnel says, with Jim Harbaugh as our head coach, we can get it done. It's hard to be an old-school, tough, gritty, lunch-pail head coach in today's climate because if you don't have the results to back it up, you can lose your locker room really quickly. The magic of Jim Harbaugh is he is tough and he is going to work you. But the promise is, is if you follow his plan, you will win. And that's where this, that's, that's where the magic is in, in how he turns these programs around. Uh, he's, he's very unique in that sense. And what's perfect for the Chargers, you got your franchise quarterback. They feel their Super Bowl window is here right now. Jim Harbaugh comes in. I am, I think they are an immediate, when we talk about next year's Super Bowl contenders, the Chargers have to be in that conversation with Jim Harbaugh as the head coach. Wow. Automatically out of the gate, first year out of the box? Absolutely. No, I mean, look, Justin Herbert has the, he is a, he is a, from a talent standpoint, he is a Super Bowl talent. He has that talent. The defense has been an issue. I think if Jesse Minter comes in there, they, Michigan ran an NFL scheme on defense this year. Jesse Minter comes in, I think that defense is immediately improved as well. What they do with their early pick, one thing that's interesting, the Chargers were kind of towards the bottom of the NFL in terms of tight end usage. Jim Harbaugh, you know, he is, he is one of the highest users of 12 personnel. He loves, loves, loves big personnel. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they, want, if they went Brock Bowers early in that draft to get a tight end, not only to help Herbert out, but to just help the, the, the physicality and, and offensive identity out. I would love to see that pick for the Chargers. Yeah, I like that. A California guy from Georgia going back to California. Why not? That that would. Why work. not? Yeah, I can. I appreciate that. Well, thank you so much, Jake, for your insights as it relates to uh, the future Super Bowl with Harbaugh and the Chargers. But a quick question: We're moving towards AFC Championship Sunday and NFC Championship Sunday. Who do you got advancing to the Super Bowl? Who do you think's winning it all? This is this is going to be a fun one. I I, I cannot wait. You know, it, here's the fun part about it. So the Niners and the Lions. You got Shanahan, who's almost overly conservative. His, some of the, the the clock management decisions he he made. Um, you know, in the twenty eight to three loss, uh, the, the the Falcons versus the uh, Patriots, and then how they managed the clock going into halftime last week. The Niners um, versus Dan Campbell, who's going to be hyper hyper aggressive. Who wins that battle? As much as I love Detroit, as much as I, I, I want to see it, I think the fact that the Niners have been here before, I think that's, that's going to play to their advantage. So I think the Niners win that matchup. On the other hand, it's the Chiefs versus the Ravens. On paper, I just think the Ravens have been a more consistent team, probably the best team in the NFL for the majority of the season. What I love about the Ravens' defense, they Houston Texans run game and then they pressured CJ Stroud on 51% of his dropbacks so they're going to bring the heat that's the recipe for success for beating Pat Mahomes you know that Super Bowl loss when the Bucks uh the the Bucks and Tom Brady handled business versus the Chiefs remember Pat Mahomes was running for his life I think that Baltimore defense makes it really really hard on Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson has another big time performance so I think we see a Ravens Niners Super Bowl 
Oh, well, I, I think a lot of us are in that boat. Let's see if we get any upsets. Well, Jake, I want to thank you for taking the time to bring your expertise, whether it's with college, your experience in the NFL, et cetera. Where can people follow you, your excellent work, and everything? Yeah, just uh, I'm active on social media. I love, love, love to interact with people. So uh, just search my name, Jake Butt, B-U-T-T, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever. Uh, tweet me, DM me. I get back to you. Love to talk about the changing landscape of college football, NIL, um, and what the future looks like. So anybody can reach out anytime. I love the community of it. Yeah, Jake, you're only a few years away from getting all that NIL money, man. It stinks. I just missed it. I know. I just missed it. But I'm I'm happy for the guys today, for sure. (laughs) Most certainly. Well, thank you again, Jake, for your time. Look forward to chatting with you in the future, okay? Anytime, anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much to Jake Butt a former Michigan Wolverine, a former Denver Bronco, now analyst for the Big Ten Network, knows everything, all things about football, and I appreciate his insight having played for Jim Harbaugh and sharing with us how he expects him to make a change for the Chargers in the NFL. Jake said he expects to see the Chargers in contention for a Super Bowl next year. I mean, I need to see a whole lot more. I want to know who the running back is going to be. And, and yeah, God bless them if they can get their hands on Brock Bowers from here in Georgia to help turn things around. But we know coaches, you can only work with the players you have out there on the field. And we've seen a lot of coaches move around over the past several days, especially in the NFL. I mean, even today in the NBA, I know Adrian Griffin has been the big news with Doc Rivers replacing him. Uh, Wes Unsell Jr. is now uh, now been moved from uh, been removed as head coach of the Washington Wizards. He goes upstairs, and then even on on a coordinator level, you know, someone like Vic Fangio, he got himself a new job. He's going to be back helping out uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. So there's there's a lot to get into. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and take a break. On the other side, I do want to talk about some of these other coaching uh, adjustments, if we want to call it that. First things first, we'll talk about Vic Fangio moving on from the Miami Dolphins and now helping out, what hopefully helping out, the Philadelphia Eagles and that crap defense that they had. And then, how about this? The NBA All-Star starters were announced. We'll get into that. And I know Giannis Atetokounmpo and Damian Lillard, they spoke about their fired head coach in Adrian Griffin. I mean, the way they talked about him, you would think they loved him. But why did he get the boot? We'll hear from them. We'll talk about Fangio. We got a lot to do. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. 
Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. Thank you so much. Right before we went to break, we were joined by Jake Butt, Big Ten analyst, played for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Uh, Jake also played for the Denver Broncos in the NFL, and he came through and provided us with some perspective as to what will happen at Michigan. It's going to be a little time to rebuild, and then what he thinks will happen with the Chargers, and in their case, he thinks with Jim Harbaugh at the helm, that he wouldn't be shocked. He expects them to be Super Bowl contenders next year. And I'm like, damn, you got to go out there and knock off these Kansas City Chiefs first but we'll find out sooner than later. 855-212-4CBS is the number if you want to holler at me. That's 855-212-4CBS. Ryan, I want to ask you this. Are, are you surprised at, at Jake uh, in his assessment of, of the Chargers next year? A little bit just because obviously the coach is really good in Jim Harbaugh. Obviously the quarterback is really good in Justin Herbert. But, like, if you look at this team, they have a lot of work to do. Keenan Allen's getting up there, wrong side of 30. Mike Williams can't stay healthy. His replacement, Quentin Johnston, can't stay healthy. Austin Eckler's probably gone in for agency. The defense stinks, and they also can't stay healthy as well. Like, I think Jim's going to have a lot of success in L.A. I just don't think it's going to come overnight or in year number one. I think it's going to take time to build. And also, too, like, one thing the Chargers have been missing for a while, even when they've been healthy... Is toughness, and I don't think you can teach toughness in just one off season. I think it comes more with the mindset of bringing players in versus just telling the guys that are there, "Hey, be tougher." So I yeah. think you add it all up. It's going to take time. I don't see next year being definitely not Super Bowl. Yeah, if it takes a year or, or two seasons from now, I think that's a little bit more realistic. Uh, from what we've heard and what we've learned, Jim Harbaugh has a, a contract uh, with the Chargers that will cover him for the next five years. And I think in, and in most programs, you get that first year, you try to pull things together. Look, if he walks into the building and has success next season, I mean, not just getting to the playoffs, but maybe winning a round, I think that's a success out of the gate. But let's see what he does. Jim Harbaugh has had success everywhere that he's gone. In the case of Michigan, throughout nine years, the first half, not all that good. The second half, obviously, uh, just ending with the national championship has worked out in his favor. Um, Good luck to Jim Harbaugh and good luck to Michigan and uh, Ohio State fans. They got something to be thrilled about 
at least I believe for the next couple of seasons as Michigan tries to get back on a winning run. Speaking of getting on a winning run, uh, throughout all the conversations that we've had about coaches coming and coaches going, there's, there's been talks about coordinators moving around and what have you, and not just quarterbacks like Canellis getting a job here with the Carolina Panthers. This has popped up too. It was reported that earlier today, Vic Fangio, who was the defensive coordinator for the Dolphins this past season, that he flew up to Philadelphia to go ahead and sign a contract that would make him the new defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. We know the Eagles have gone through a a, a transition here from going to the Super Bowl last year. And by the way, Vic Fangio, he was a consultant for that team. Okay, we know Shane Steichen moved along and Gannon moved along. And so here he is. Vic Fangio is going to help Nick Sirianni try to steady the ship. I mean, the way the Eagles started, 10 and 1. The way they finished the season, including that awful loss to Tampa Bay, 32 to 9. Well, they got work to do, man. They finished 1 and 6. Awful. Their defense, 30th. In the NFL, giving up 25 points per game. The year before, their defense was ranked eighth. They basically almost led the entire world in in quarterback sacks, uh, hitting almost an NFL record there. And so there's a lot of work to be done. And kind of a little surprising, right? After one year with, with Mike McDaniel, that Vic Fangio would be moving on already. And Drew Rosenhaus, who's never met a microphone that he's been afraid of. Yes, Drew Rosenhaus, the agent, he kind of spilled the beans. Drew Rosenhaus was talking to Josh Moser, and he said, well, not all the defensive players liked their defensive coordinator. There were quite a few players on the team that didn't necessarily get along with Fangio. And so it wasn't a great relationship with many of the players. There were some guys that loved them, but there was quite a few that didn't. It definitely wasn't a unanimous positive relationship. Yeah, who has who has a, a unanimous we love you, we hate you relate? There's always going to be a mix. That's life. Some people are going to love you and some people are going to hate you. Some people will appreciate you and some people can't stand you. That's just that's just life and how it goes. I know Nick Sirianni is hoping that it works out. I know Nick Sirianni is hoping some of his players are healthy. I, I know he hopes that things work out. Vic Fangio has been around for the better part of 30 years, coordinating here, coordinating there. There really isn't much that Vic Fangio hasn't done. And speaking of liking coaches, I I did see this, and we'll talk about this in about 10 minutes at the top of the hour. Giannis Atetokounmpo and Damian Lillard are just trying to do everything to let everybody know, hey, it's not our fault that Adrian Griffin got fired. We actually like Adrian Griffin. I mean, the general manager took time, John Horst took time to come out and say they had nothing to do with it. And then even from their perspective, Damian Lillard and Giannis, the Bucks beat Cleveland yesterday. Giannis had 35 points, et cetera. They won. But after the game, Giannis spoke to the media for the first time, and he let everybody know, uh, I, 
I was surprised they fired Griffin. Listen to this. No, I think he caught me by surprise. Um, I've been here 11 years. This has happened one time before. Uh, and I think the time that that happened wasn't doing really well. Um, we were we were 30, you know, 13, 13. But again, like trust, like I, I got to trust the front office. I got to trust the ownership group um, that they can see the bigger picture. My job is to be the best version of myself, to lead the, um, this team out there uh, and help win games. And their job is to, you know, create the best team uh, possible and the best atmosphere around the team possible. You know, that they believe that it can give us, give us a better chance to win uh, a championship. Um, but yeah, I do. I do think it, it, was, it was a surprise. Yeah, it's a surprise. He said he invited the guy to his wedding. He loved him and all this other stuff. Damian Lillard was no different. He loved him. He really loved him. Griff was a great dude. Um, you know, I enjoyed being around him. Uh, you know, he was very uh, accommodating to me and a lot of my personal situation. Um, so I, I appreciate him and uh, I appreciate the time that we had together. But it's like I said, it's part of the game and it's, it's the unfortunate side of it. Yeah personal situation being traded from portland to milwaukee not wanting to go there and then also being traded and having to deal with a divorce whatever if they loved adrian griffin that damn much he would still be the head coach of the milwaukee bucks and doc rivers would not be packing his bags or paying someone to pack his bags right now Uh, doc rivers reportedly going to be making 40 million dollars over the next several years to lead these milwaukee bucks Coaching, coaching, coaching. That's the story. Doesn't matter if it's in the NFL or the NBA. It's all about coaching. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, we got a game going on right now. The Boston Celtics are playing the Miami Heat. Terry Rozier is debuting. But you want to know what else just debuted? The NBA All-Star rosters. I'm going to tell you who's starting for the team next month. And guess what? There's a record that's being broken. I'll tell you here on CBS Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.